Welcome inside of our intermission coverage here at Heritage Bank Center in downtown Cincinnati. It's a 1-1 score after two between the Nailers and Cyclones. And it's time to bring in one of our favorite guests. It is the ECHL's Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations, Joe Ernst. Joe, happy holidays to you. How did you enjoy the holiday season? Uh, same to you, DJ. Um, they were good. Um, we went home to Buffalo for three days, and uh, it was good. Are the teams in a holiday spirit this year? I know last year one of the things that was getting very frustrating was a lot of sucker punches, at least from games that we've seen with the Nailers, though. Boy, it seems like the league is certainly cleaning things up a lot. Uh, we're still, um, we still have a lot of the kind of the fighting incidents that we're, we're dealing with, uh, the one punch and stuff, the kind of the sucker punch, match penalty stuff. It's getting a little bit better, um, but we still have a little bit of work to do, to be honest with you. Our, our other fouls are down, like the checks to the heads and, and things like that, except we just had one. Is before I came up, we just had a bad hit, so uh, we'll be dealing with that in the morning, but uh, that's fine. But the, the rest of the stuff seems to be down, which is, uh, which is a good thing. Yeah, what do you contribute to it? Because this is something I was talking with Stephen Thompson, who heads your officiating department, and... I seem to flip out when numbers go really big one way or another, and the Nailers in their history have never had fewer than 900 penalty minutes in a season. At the rate they're going, it could end up below 700, and the opponents aren't taking many either. Yeah. Is You see this team a lot. Is it something that they're doing, or is it something around the league that's starting to drop down? I just I just think it's more skilled. Um, you know what, if you, if you can't skate, um, you know what, you can't play in the league, to be honest with you. So the one-dimensional type of player is no longer needed in the league. Like if, you know, if you're going to have a guy that's going to be able to stick up for the teams, you got to have him play because you only dress 10 forwards. So limited roster and everything else. And um, I think it's like that throughout the, the, uh, the league, to be honest with you. We, we haven't seen, there's a bunch of teams, you know, South Carolina, who's what, uh, two losses or three losses? They really don't have any toughness. They, they're a skilled hockey team, and that's what the league has got. Newfoundland, look at Newfoundland when they, you know, they won the championship last year, and the same thing. Very skilled hockey team. So that's the way it's going with the, with the, the amount of contracted players that we have, um, and I think it's going to continue that way. Is this the biggest copycat scenario that you've seen in a while? I know there's teams that love to look at who wins the championship, and then you immediately say, oh, I've got to be just like them, whether it's teams in the NHL trying to build speed like Pittsburgh, maybe try to build a physical brand like St. Louis, but with the ECHL, what everybody's done following Newfoundland with affiliate players, is this one of the biggest copycats you've seen? I think it helped that we changed some rules around with the, the games played, um, I, and I know I think the salary cap at the NHL has a lot to do with it. Like, look at all the injuries Pittsburgh has right now so they have a bunch of injuries they're looking to bring guys up from the american league so they need to have guys that they can they can call up from the echl affiliate so i think as you know as we keep moving further and further along and you know the nhl teams which we have a lot of nhl teams that understand our league they're going to start signing more players so they can build those players up toronto's in a different ball game a different level than everybody you know they 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 have the the financial wherewithal to to do what they do in newfoundland but you're gonna, you know, you see eight, ten players, contracted players in different teams, and I think it's only gonna get even, even more as we move along. I've always commented about some of the ages, and when I was growing up an AHL fan, it always annoyed me that 18, 19-year-olds never played in the American Hockey League. They went back to juniors. 
but we have two 20-year-olds in this game, and Alex Dorio for the Nailers, and backing up for Cincinnati, Uko Pekalukinen. Yeah. How good is it to have that youth in this league? That's really good, and I think the league has gotten younger, to be honest with you. Um, you don't see as many veteran players as we have in the past. I mean, I, I don't know the exact number, to be honest with you, without looking at the rosters, but I don't think a lot of teams have the four veterans uh, right now. Um, I think Cincinnati might, but I'm not 100% sure. Kalamazoo does. Um, I know that, but a lot of teams don't have those, those vet all those veteran players. As good as it is to go young, does it hurt because now players will only stay in the same market for three, four, five years, and then they leave for Europe, so you can't get attached to guys as much? I think that's the nature of the league, to be honest with you. I mean, okay. I think it's probably like that in, in minor league baseball as well. Yep. They, they come and they go, and you, you're going to have your few guys that maybe stick around. A few of your core veteran guys maybe stick around that like the area or like the team or, or like what's going on, um, and they'll stick around, and you can keep them around. And you can probably pay them a little bit more money, too, when you have the contracted guys, as many contracted guys as you had, because it frees up some salary cap for the other type of players. How's the replay done? First year with everybody having it. It's like a new toy. Everybody, I mean, it seems like uh, every night I'm getting, we, we have a, Stephen created a, a form stack thing, so the officials, every time there's a review, have to fill it out after the game. So it seems like every night I get three or four emails with the video review. So we, we're, I think we're over 100. I, I should have had the numbers because I figured you would ask me, but um, <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're high on the numbers and stuff, and it's worked out, uh, it's worked out really well. Do you see a lot get overturned or, I mean, it's kind of a, a catch-22. You want to see stuff get overturned because you want to get it yep. right with the replay, but you also want to see your guys get it right too. Yeah, well, you know what, if if, if it gets overturned, it's what, what the replay is there for is to get the call right. So overturned or confirmed, you know what, we're getting the call right. And I guess at the end of the day, that's all that matters. That's all we really wanted was to get the call right. And you know what, so, and that's what it's done so far. What's your take on the league as a whole? You've got a lot of teams in competition once again this year. Doesn't seem like anybody's really down and in the dumps. No, this this division here is a mess. Yeah. You know what? Uh, yep, it, it really is. is. It's uh, you know, take your pick. You know what? A uh, couple teams get hot and, and they could they could flip a little bit. Um, the the East is the, the East is pretty you know is pretty uh, solid as well. Uh, I mean every division right now. I I mean I don't see a team right now that. You say they're totally out of the playoffs. They can probably they can catch the four. There's some teams that aren't going to catch the one and the two, but they can catch probably the four and stuff. So um, we'll see how the next couple month plays out. By the time we get to the end of January, we we'll kind of have a better better understanding of a couple teams that maybe out of the playoffs. Because then you start getting to the games remaining and games and points out, right? So yes. you, you start looking at oh, they're only ten points out. Well, they only have twenty games left and you got to look at other teams losing a bunch of hockey games and you winning a bunch of hockey games when we get to that type of uh, point in the season. All-star games coming up in a few weeks in Wichita. What else do we have to look forward to in the second half? Um, that's it really I, from my end of it, the, the all-star game. You know, I'm sure from the business side, I mean, we always have those the Marvel Knights and different different nights like that and stuff. Um, so, and then, oh, you know what? Now that you say that we have Players Weekend, in oh, February. Okay. Yeah, see that? Uh, I should have known that because I had to send an email out the other day. <laughs> um, we have Players Weekend where, if the fans don't know, it's sort of like baseball. So I was watching a baseball game one night, and I said to Ryan Creelan, our commissioner, I said, we should do that. With the players have their, their whatever they want as far as nickname now, it has to be respectful, obviously, the nickname. 
Um, and so teams are allowed to do that on, on a weekend in February. They're allowed to, to pick it, and uh, they just have to let me know when they're going to do it and send in a list of what the nicknames are. As of right now, um, I think I've received five or six emails back of teams that are going to do it. So that should be a pretty cool little, little thing. I don't know if you guys are doing it. I haven't heard yet, but um, I know a few teams in divi your division are doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. Players Weekends, that's coming up in February. Yeah. Very cool. Joe, thanks for coming by and giving us an update on where we are just around the halfway point of the season. You're welcome. Joe Ernst, the Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations for the ECHL. We'll take a break and come back with more of our intermission coverage in a 1-1 game on the Nailers Broadcast Network. Thanks, man.